Hi folks, Nathan Pierce here with Family Protection Ministries, and we have some things to talk about this week. I have a number of um, updates for you. We have a new tool out to help you uh, be more clear on what bills are currently needing action on. Uh, called our critical bill tracker. So to stay tuned for that, we're going to look at a little bit of detail on the amendments to AB 1057, which is that home visits bill, and it is worse now. And then uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the implications of the increased gas tax, the, um, the uh, upcoming uh, critical uh, important government and economics class that is offered by FPM. Uh, both in person and via Zoom online. So if, you're, if you've got a student interested uh, or in the high school age, I would encourage you to check that out. Um, so a lot to talk about, so stay tuned and let's get into it. Welcome to The Frontline with FPM, where we talk about California politics, homeschool freedom, parental rights, and the family. I'm your host, Nathan Pierce, and thanks for joining us today. Let's jump right in and see what's going on here on the front line. All right, so let's go ahead and start with our critical bill tracker. We have this uh, new page on our website with a table on it. It should help you keep straight all the different bills that we currently have action items out on, which um, we have three bills on it currently, and all three of these bills you've probably heard of before but might have the numbers confused with what is in each bill. So we put a table together, and that's on our website, and we'll put the link down below, the critical bill tracker. This table helps you keep track of where a bill is, what our position is on it, where you can get more information about it, and um, what action is currently needed on the bill. So we're going to run through these real quick. AB 957 is the Affirming Parents Get Kids bill, um, and uh, we strongly oppose that bill. We have more information. We'll put a link below. The um, Senate floor vote is where it's waiting um, it's waiting for all 40 senators to vote on the bill together. And so the action item for this bill, 957, is to call your state senator. So click the link for how to find my representative, and the red box shows you where your, who your senator is. You've got to put in your address, and it'll tell you exactly who that person is. Next we have SB 407. This is the only affirming parents can foster bill. We strongly oppose this bill, and there's uh, clear instructions on what to do in our, if you click on the more information button, you'll get clear action item, but the action item right now is call your assembly member on this bill. It is currently in the assembly, it's a Senate bill, but it's already been through the Senate. It is now in the assembly, it's gotten through its first policy committee, it's now sitting in the appropriations committee where they will decide if they have money to proceed with SB 407, and this bill um, is going to be heard by the committee, and then it would go to the floor of the assembly. So definitely call your assembly member about this bill. AB 1057 is the Social Worker New Parent Home Visits Bill. Um, this is the bill that would uh, require uh, that the government 
uh, assign a CPS worker to every newborn in the state of California. Um, parents can opt out of this program, but that would be easy to change, and it's a dangerous direction. We're going to be talking about this bill a little bit later, uh, but this bill is currently in the Senate Appropriations Committee, and uh, we would encourage you to call your state senator about this bill. So um, that's our critical bill tracker. Just a quick overview there for you, and I, I hope that it will be a useful tool to help you be more active and engaged in some of these important bills that will impact your family and your children and the future of California. So take a look at that critical bill tracker. So next we have the um, more in-depth discussion of AB 1057. Then we're gonna talk a little bit about the gas tax. So AB 1057 is that home visits bill and it was amended this week. And you know, when I see an amendment to a bill, sometimes I get a sick stomach, sick feeling in my stomach about what's gonna happen next with this bill. Uh, what are they gonna add in? Or maybe I feel a little better. Maybe I'm optimistic that they're gonna make a change. Sometimes I know about something coming up that they're going to change it in a positive way. In this case, I didn't know what to think. Um, I was optimistic, but the changes are not good. So it's worse now. Um, and particularly, there's several changes that they made to the bill, but I just wanted to read one section to you um, because we're highlighting this, this bill because it's worse today and um, because, because of the way that this bill lines up and it's just sort of, sort of adding more and more things together that create this program that's more and more invasive with every change. So we knew that it was going to create um, a program to assign CPS social workers to children, right? To new families, to families that have an infant at home. So essentially you're assigning a CPS caseworker, a social worker to every infant that is born in the state of California. Now this is obviously um, going to cost a lot of money and it's going to take a lot of resources within the social services of the state of California, which is problematic by itself. But aside from that, I'm concerned that this is a very invasive program where government is telling parents how to raise their children and government agents inserting themselves into the home to tell parents what to do. Now, this new portion that I'm going to read to you takes it, I think, even further. This is from page two of the bill, beginning with line 20. Let me read. The program shall encourage participants to enroll their child. Remember, this is, this is newborns, right? Families with newborns. The program shall encourage participants to enroll their child in a high-quality early learning setting or to participate in playgroups or other child enrichment activities as appropriate. Can you believe that? We're talking about infants here. We're talking about parents bringing home a newborn from the hospital and we are hearing the government say, we want these parents 
we're, we're going to send a social worker into your home to tell you that you need to get that kid enrolled in a social learning environment, a play group, a high quality learning center. Now, I have a couple of questions, but I'll start with two big ones. One is what authority does the government have to tell parents they should get their kids enrolled at the age of infant in a early learning setting? And second, my question is, what does the government know about high quality early learning? And what does the government know about high quality learning period? So I guess I'm frustrated that they think that they can tell parents what to do, but I'm exceedingly frustrated that they would insert themselves into a home and tell parents, not only are we going to instruct you how to parent, but we're also going to instruct you to send your infants to an early learning center or an early learning care program. Enroll. That is the word used here. Enroll. For infants, people. We're telling them this is, this is the government telling parents that they need to enroll their child, their infant, in, a, in an early learning center, uh, early learning setting, or to participate in playgroups or other child enrichment activities as appropriate. Now, with infants, um, what kind of high-quality early learning setting is uh, appropriate? Um, it's that you would enroll an infant in. Um, I, I can imagine a lot of government uh, programs that they're trying to get parents to enroll their children in that would be, um, at least in their perspective, a, a place for children to have a high-quality early learning experience. But it's difficult for me to understand how an infant is to participate in something like that. But um, I really think that the, the bottom line issue here is that the government has no right to insert themselves into, into people's homes, to tell them what to do as parents, to tell them what programs to enroll their child in, and to uh, encourage them to uh, engage their children or enroll them in, in various government programs. This is way beyond the scope of appropriate government involvement. This is outside and uh, of, of appropriate role of government, and it is overreach of their authority. So um, some of the pro programs um, that they would encourage families to enroll in, some of the areas are, um, are for the mother as well. So there are those that they're wanting to encourage the parents to be involved in. One would be uh, maternal and newborn health. They want to um, get them to enroll in programs in the following areas. Maternal and newborn health, child injuries, abuse, neglect, and maltreatment and emergency department visits, school readiness and achievement, crime or domestic violence, family economic self-sufficiency, and coordination and referrals for other community resources and support. So this is what they're saying that CPS service, uh, that uh, the, the government should be responsible to get 
these families, as soon as they bring an infant home from the hospital, it's the responsibility of the government to get these families enrolled in these programs. That's what AB 1057 is doing. And so I think it's, um, it's, it's dangerous to allow our government to be going in that direction. And this bill so far has been getting pushed through very quickly with very little to zero opposition in some cases. So we need to step it up and get the attention of our legislators to tell them this is not what government should be doing. They have no right and no responsibility to be meddling in our homes. We've not committed a crime in these situations. There's no reason why social workers should be showing up in our homes to tell us what to and what to not do. This, is, this bill is way out of line. And so I would encourage you to, to take action on that bill today. That bill, uh, AB 1057, is in the Senate, so definitely call your state senator. All right, so moving on from uh, AB 1057 and looking at some of the other things going on here in California that impact our families, I wanted to mention that this week is when the gas tax is going up, uh, courtesy of our California state legislature. Now, <clears throat> they do this little by little, you know, a couple times a year, um, sometimes more, but uh, it's, it's something that they do little by little that impacts all of us. And um, there's several articles out there about what's going on. The Sacramento Bee uh, published a, a story today about the gas tax going up in California. And ultimately, um, the California gas tax is a nearly double, according to the SACB, uh, the gas tax in California is nearly double what the state gasoline tax rate is nationwide, which is about 30 cents. California, um, California, the, uh, the gas tax is, is, is going up again. It's going up four cents uh, a gallon uh, this week to 57.9 cents on, on Saturday. So that means that for every gallon of gas you buy, you'll be spending 50, 57.9 cents goes to the state government every time you buy one gallon of gasoline. So that's, um, that's almost twice what the, uh, the national average is. And uh, so ultimately this impacts this impacts our driving, it, it impacts how we get places, but it also impacts everybody else that gets places, which causes our costs of everything to go up. It impacts the whole economy because gasoline is used to transport all kinds of things. Um, so I wanted to read you a couple of quotes from some legislators, some, some conservative uh, legislators that look out for the interests of families and read those to you. Um, Assemblywoman Lori Davies from uh, Southern California, she said pushing the gas tax even higher means families will have fewer opportunities and less food on their table. That is not the California I want to live in. I think she's, she's so right. We need to not be um, putting extra taxes on our gas. I mean, this is ridiculous. We already have a huge 
um, uh, our, our price of gasoline in California impacts families more than anyone. And so uh, it's something that we should care about and should oppose because this kind of tax funds the all kinds of um, parts of our government that um, are, can be frustrating to all of us, but also we need to make sure that we're telling our government and engaging with our government on these issues that may not seem like they are that big of a deal to us, but they ultimately do have an impact on down the road, not just immediately and not really in a way that we pay attention to every day, but when we see costs going up of our groceries and our rent and things like this, we have to acknowledge that a big part of that is due to the various taxes and the gas tax is is a significant one for all of us who live in, in California. Uh, so uh, uh, Assemblyman Gallagher also uh, had something to say about this. He said, when we see gas lines and soaring prices, uh, Democrats will have only themselves to blame, and I'm confident that Californians will hold them accountable. If Democrats were serious about lowering gas prices, they would back our efforts to give drivers a gas tax holiday. Now, uh, both uh, Assemblyman Gallagher and um, Assemblywoman uh, Lori Davies have have promoted various various plans in California in the California State Legislature to to decrease the costs that are weighing on families, and those have been uh, rejected. So um, we need to let them know that we appreciate their their work and make sure that we connect with our legislators and let them know how we feel about the gas tax and other taxes because our cost of living in California is high and ever increasing, as you well know. All right, um, I wanted to mention additionally that uh, FPM offers a government and economics class. It's a rigorous high school level class for juniors and seniors for uh, the government and economics classes we provide not just a regular government and econ class that you might see in an average high school, but we give them the perspective of a Christian worldview in that government and economics class. We give them conservative perspectives. We help them to understand both sides of the issues, but we also prepare students to be able to be effective advocates of their positions and and be able to engage with government and make real world difference. Um, students will actually learn to uh, read legislation, understand how our government works today, and how to influence our government today. So uh, if you're interested in that, we offer this class both in person and uh, online for students in uh, their junior and senior years in high school. So check that out on our website. We'll put a link below to that as well. So uh, one last reminder to stay informed on the bills going on around here in Sacramento that impact the family um, and how to make a difference. Uh, check out our, our bill tracker uh, table that's on our website. Our critical bill tracker is helpful for keeping different bills straight and understanding what your role can be, how you can make a difference for each of these bills that's impacting the family here in California. Make sure that you weigh in on at least these three bills, AB 1057 for sure, 
AB957 and SB407. Please take action on those and please be praying for a proper outcome for these and other bills that are before the California State Legislature this year. And remember that with all this that's going on around us in our society and in our legislature, we need to still remember that God is in charge of all of these things. He is bigger than the government. He is bigger than every member of our government. And he has asked us to pray for our leaders. So we need to do that. Don't forget to pray for our leaders. Even if you believe that they've never done anything right, we still need to pray for them. They need truth. They need courage. They need clarity. And they need wisdom. So pray for them. And uh, God bless you this weekend. Happy 4th of July. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Frontline with FPM. For more information about the topics we discuss here, check out Family Protection Ministries at fpmca.org and subscribe to our channel.